my children. There's something that poverty does. There's something that lack of having money does. It takes away your dignity. It takes away your pride. It also worsely takes away your future. Anything that affects your children affects your future. Anything that affects your children. These people came and said, look, if you not even pay this debt to your husband oh, before he died, we go take your children. And they, don't, they did not only take the children. They took them and they said they would use them as slaves. And all of us know that a, a slave does not have a future. So even if the children go into slavery to pay off their father's debt, they have also mortgaged their own future. That's the level that poverty has put, unfortunately, most of us. Because we do not see the possibility of being able to settle the things that we are supposed to settle as individuals. And also we see that, look, I might not be able to build the future that I need and want for my children. I might not be able to build the future that will put them on the same pedestal with other people's children. Wonder why your children go to the kind of schools that they go and when they get out of school, they are not able to stand with a particular group of their mates because the people where they fly plane, the place where they meet is different from the people where they enter bus. If you do enter plane, the airport you know, for the meet. If you do fly bus, roundabout. Are you understanding me? So she went to meet the prophet, and her thinking, her thinking, is that I don't meet the man of God as I don't meet her, so everything don't end. I may not be so. I don't come meet you now. Even the pastor, if you don't feel, give me. You go pray for me. May God send somebody come give me. Unfortunately, the answer she got from the man of God was not the answer she was expecting. If you look at your Bible, the man of God asked her, what do you have? Bessie called say, I don't get, give me. The, 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 my husband died. He not reached. They won't go take my bikini. He asked her, say, what do you get? He said, I don't, I don't get anything now. I get anything. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to pay the debt. Now I come here. I'm going to pay the house. Pastor, why are you asking me this kind of question? And that's exactly the answer she gave to the man of God. She said, I have nothing. If I ask many of us today here now, what do you have? If I ask all of us now, what do you have? Not your neighbor, say, what do you have? Like the woman, many of us, we answered, I don't get anything now. I don't get, I get now a day here. But you know, if you read further, she said, I have nothing and but the bottom bottle of oil still remain and the small one way gone for the body of the bottle. Nice still remain. What did they want to take that one do? Just like many of us today, if I ask you what you have, you will say nothing. But do you know that as, as you were born, by default, God gave everybody something. He embedded gifts and talents in you that he expects you to use on a harness to make potentials that the world will use to look for you. But unfortunately, you have not seen that. All you have seen is nothing. If I ask you now, what do you get? Because are they work? I've been learning where that before. Now, where that work would they do? Is that your gift? Many people die today without finding their gifts and talent. That's why Masmoro said the, the richest place in the world is the graveyard. Because many people die without fun. If I ask today, if we do a statistics, many of us now do not know what our gifts and talents are. 
Unfortunately, our educational system did not make us discover that. And so what they did was train us to become clerical officers. After that, they train you to work for company. After that, they give you a skill. And all, all that you do, you do not find your gift and talent. What God has embedded in you from birth, you never find it. And that is why many people are not making money. Facts. It may not seem correct to you. It may not seem like real. But that's the truth. Because the Bible says... Your gift and talents will make room for gift and talents. He did not say the work where you they work, your job will make room for you. He said gifts. Only a few persons are working in their giftings. Only a few are working. When you see a man working in his gift, you will see how he explores anything where they do, the thing turns to gold. Because he's working in his area of gifting. My question to you tonight is, what is your gift? Have you found it? You've worked for 35 years. Did you find your gifting? The teacher work where you do, are you supposed to be a teacher? The work that you did, that you are doing now, that you are struggling to get, I want to go and work in the field. Is that your gifting? Is that what God called you to? Another part to this is that many of us see our giftings as being small. Just like this woman. She said, I have nothing. My gift is not important. It's, it's nothing. Not only that small thing. That small oil will rub. Nine be the thing I get. All of us are here, but we see things differently. And so it's an indication that you have something to do in that line. Do you know there are chefs that they pay million million dollars to cook food today? Chefs cook food. You know, say people they from worry here, they go London, go cook a whole soup for people. The people doing catering today, do you know how much they make on a Saturday? Christmas time now, you know how much they made. You say, oh, now let now let, now let food that what it be that? Just like the woman. What is what it be? What is the woman? Some of us we just know how to make hair. If you see people, hair we're not good. Something is dragging you towards that direction. Eh? This hair not fine. If I just touch her like this, it will be. And when you really touch her, they will say, ah, so you have to do hair like this. Now you not talk. That is your gifting and talent. But you say, no, nah. No, I'm not nah, 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 go get salon. No, nah, nah, I just walk. Now we won't do. Unfortunately, that's what is killing Africa. That's why we have many unemployed people in Africa as compared to other parts of the world. See all them bigates. They don't wait for employment. They went to do something with their gifts. This guy just loved gadgets. He did something with it. The people who did makeup, the Mary Kay that we're buying today, is because of their love for people looking fine. How would you give me, do one like this for me, make a user first. How many of you have ever done something with the thing that you liked? Find your gift. Find what you have through passion and through problems. I've talked about those two now. What you're passionate about, what, you're, uh, what you are, what are the problems that you see are some of the indications of what your gifting is directed towards. So this prophet told this lady, he said, okay, you have a small portion of oil. Fantastic. That's what you have. Put that portion of oil, take it into your house, shut the door. Did you realize? In that scripture, he, he emphasized. He said, take your children in and shut the door. Borrow vessels. Go and borrow. You know, sometimes, we think that all the money you need to achieve the idea God has given you, you must get all the money first. No, it's wrong. Have you ever wondered why governments and big organizations, they keep saying that they are owing money? 
because they work on other people's money. You might look at it as debt. They are working with other people's money. So why take my own one million and do a job when I can take your 200,000 do that same job? I, I have that one million free to do other things. So it's called working with That's what this prophet told this lady. He said, go and borrow people's own. If you want to use our only one bottle, that thing would have just ended in one. I mean, that'd be so. It would have ended in one bottle. So there are some things that God is showing you to do. You might need some other person to work for you. That's the borrowing. I might need an accountant's idea. I might need his expertise. Come and join me. I get this thing. But Africans generally have a way of believing that everything I'm doing is me and me alone. So you don't borrow. There's a difference between good borrowing and bad borrowing. Take notes. I need to emphasize that. There's a difference between good. If you are borrowing to go and buy consumables, you won't go party as well be. You borrow money to buy. It's bad borrowing. If you are borrowing to invest, collect money for cooperative, buy land, it's good borrowing. Abi? Because that land we appreciate anytime. If you they sell out tomorrow, not be the price that you buy yesterday, you go sell out. If you buy as you be as you wear on that day, it don't pass. You borrow to buy big screen TV because everybody's buying big screen TV. That big screen TV, the day you put it in your house, the value has dropped. Tell, tell the decision you want to sell out tomorrow, it's half of the price that you bought it. So you must realize that borrowing for investment is good borrowing. Not borrow, buy moto. Don't use all the money you save to buy moto. If you use all the money you save to buy the moto, there is maintenance cost on that car. That's why many of us who buy the motor, we're not receive money to do happy hour after the buying of the motor because you use everything you had. A big man will only buy motor because he has two times the money left. He has two times of that money. Instead of buying the motor with the first money he has, he will go and invest that money. The interest from it is what we used to buy. So you look at him and say, oh, you don't buy motor. Hey, you go buy this. Yeah, wow. Wow. Now, wow. Well, you buy house drink now. And you say, <laughs> actually, the papers are never drawn and finished. They see the. Um... And we see that every day. One of the greatest things that make people great in this life is observation. I tell you a story. A medical doctor, when training his uh, medical students, told them that, look, in this profession, you need to be very observant. They said, yes. He said, observant is the main thing. And so he showed them, said, this is a dead body. You see, dead body. You should not be afraid of dead body as medical students. You see? Yeah, this is a dead body. And he put his hand into the anus of the dead body. Put his hand. Put his hand in the anus and brought it down and took the other hand and licked the hand. Eh? He licked the hand. So he tell everybody, say, do the same. Put your hand. Everybody put their hand. Say, lick the hand. All of them lick the hand with them. Put inside. But he didn't do that. He put one and he licked the other one. He said, I've just told you the major lesson of life is to be very observant. Major lesson of life is to be very observant. Those students will never forget same thing I'm telling you to be like the wealthy you have to be observant and copy the wealthy see how they behave they don't dress like you they don't show off like you they don't impress anybody waiting their wear and I'm style you are struggling to wear what they wore but waiting their wear and I'm style until you begin to my mother used to tell me I know they follow fashion now the one way I do now I'm be my 
is not so with many of us. Papa, daddy, they tell us where I want to say, the guy should wear Papa wear, now you won't wear. You know what if Papa don't pass away, you won't wear a kind of shoe. If the problem of the shoe come upon you, go fist it. So he, he, he told the woman, said, go, go inside. Shut the door. What that means is that every idea you have, every gift and talent that God has given you, you must shut the door and learn about it. Do you understand? Go back, understudy, research, read, which is what many people don't like to do. Once we finish school, no reading again. And every knowledge you get after two years, it don't expire. Are you aware? With the computer age, that number has dropped. Every knowledge you get in the next minute, there's something new. So if you graduated 1998 and you're still looking for a job till now, your certificate is expired. Facts. That is why they tell you you must be certain age. Have you wondered, observe. You must be a certain age for them to be able to employ you. They mean that you should just have graduated from school around a particular time. Therefore, house, 10 years, and you're waiting for people to employ you with your first degree. No way. Go back to school. Lock yourself, shut yourself, and study. It is in the place of study that you get ideas. He told the woman, say, shut yourself, guard yourself. Number two of that is that you must be able to maintain trade secrets. If you go to a man shop or go mechanic shop or go electrician shop, when you say bring, see the thing, now let this small thing be the problem. Oh. Eh? Do I'm not going to say, go, when you come, I go down, do I'm. Why? He's maintaining his trade secrets. Many of us must have been maintaining trade secrets. Everything where you do, open to the whole world. If I know what you are doing, why would I pay you money to do You, you think this is not matter? They matter. That's what the business people outside are doing that is making them different from us. Say, because if my sister, I'll do everything for your front. Eh? My sister, I'll go learn the thing where they do so that tomorrow when I do it, no need for me to come to you. Have you? He said also, take your children inside. Take your children. Don't say, just go inside. Shut yourself. Remember where we are reading from? Second Kings 4 verse 1 to 7. I'm picking the verses one by one. He said, take your children inside. Do you know that if God gives you an idea, his idea of giving you a gift and a talent is for it to become a, a transgenerational blessing. You did not hear me. When God blesses you with a gift and an idea, his idea for that is for it to be a transgenerational blessing. That is why you see the Fords of America, they have Ford 1, Ford 2, first generation, second generation. The third or fourth generation are running the company today and the company is going very well. The Coca-Colas of this world First and second, third, fourth, fifth generation, they are running the company. It's going very well. Toyota, the people started as mechanics from what we read. Third, second, fourth generation went to school, brought American idea, and came to see how they would sell Toyota to the whole world. Today, Toyota is selling to the whole world. It's not Nigeria Moto. Toyota not be Nigeria Moto. The way they fool Nigeria, bless now with the Duam. Not be Nigeria Moto. It's from another country. It is only in Africa that you see businesses die with the generation that it started with. Where is Concord Airways? Where is Concord Airlines? Where is... Uh, you know, know the companies now. Mommies and daddies. You know all the companies that used to be companies. You know why? Because Africans do not see the ideas that God gives them as transgenerational ideas. And so, when they start companies, they bring their brother and sister, children, to work with them. Their own children is going to school abroad. The child knows nothing about his business. That is why Dangote will move from that tata and that tata, you know, here again, you are hearing Dangote. All the young boys who, who, who understood it under Abiola are doing different. If, if I mention that, all the Wale and girls and co had a link with him. Doing very well, but any of his children. Why? He was sending them to school. 
and say, no, this suffer, suffer, so my children don't go suffer this suffer. You don't know for My children don't go suffer this suffer. So your father was the biggest yam seller in his village. Now you have not thought of any other thing to do with yam. You come say you want to work in Chevron. Yam business die. Some other persons are doing it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your father used to be the biggest rice. Used to be the goldsmith. In this world, there's only one goldsmith on Robert Road. That man is old and almost going. Nobody else is taking ghostmeeting from him. So he will die with his gift and all the trade secrets he knows. He will die with them and go. And tomorrow we start looking for ghostmeeting. No ghostmeeting again. All the children, I hear most of the children are abroad. They are doing very well. But you see, the gift and talent that God gave him that he intended to be a transgenerational idea is going to die with him. Now so many of our papa and mama die with gifts. And the only thing they give now when they be native doctor, they transfer them to their children. I be a lie. When God gives you an idea, his intention is for that idea to be transgenerational. If you be mechanic, you are picking go school. He should go and study how to be not just mechanic alone, but a, me- a mechanical engineer. The other one should go to school and study how to the business size of mechanics so that he go fit Guam and come out from the roadside mechanic way be to be a normal digital mechanical shop. If your father is a tailor, you should go to school, study accounting to be able to help him manage his tailoring business and bring it to global standards where he can be able to do things that we sell all over the world. But is that what is happening? No. He told the woman, said, take your children inside. Not do the business alone. Pick them inside. Teach them the trade secrets. When you lock door, when I see the door, apprentice, when you go learn work, when the man don't want to make you know what you learn, you go say, go by, cannot come. But through experience and being there, sharpness, you go observe and say, okay, now so my God, the dwarf. For many of you, you are very far away from what God bless your family with to promote them. I've seen a revolution today where many people will go back to their villages and say, Mama, that's our farming business. Can we not do any other thing with yam? Now let boy will go to boil and boil and fry, finish. Not be people that do potato. What that potato thing will be like? No, apart from the chips, there's that other one that's in cups. No, there's a name they call it. Pringles. Now people do The beans that they do abroad, somebody did it and do it baked beans, Abi. They put red, one kind, ketchup thing inside the thing. And we are eating it as baked beans. The banga, why can't you do it into another way that we can use it? Must it be the crude way we're eating banga? Now we're going to eat it now. Go and study. We can do something else with it. The yam, we can do something else. It doesn't only be powdered. We can do something else with it. Why can't we do rice flakes? Why can't we do okra snacks? You say, oh, okra snacks. Yes. It takes you to go back and say, look, mama, but don't, let's leave this thing. You have, see, the, the advent of the internet has brought the world so close and has brought information so close to us that sitting here now, if you just Google, what else can we do with okra? Your phone, your black it will bring it out. But unfortunately, Africans don't want to learn anything new. The only thing we constructed, which is that uh, we borrow, I will some people, they push. What's the name? What would be the name of that wheelbarrow? There's that metal wheelbarrow. We get too tired. They take the carry load. No, not wheelbarrow. 
Uh, not an English name. There's a name they call it. Oh, exactly, sir. That is the only thing we have produced. And all our engineers, all the National Nigerian Society of Engineers, Society for All the Engineers, have not improved that thing to make it mechanized. That is the purpose we do. Same way. We have not improved anything. And we say we want to get out of recession. We'll be here. If you keep buying things from people to eat, if you keep all the things you eat, you are buying, you will continue to be a beggar to the person you are buying from. Take your children inside and teach them. Today, by the grace of God, we'll be able to teach our children the straight secrets that God gave to us. In the name of Jesus. I move on. Next verse. doing all of that, she turned and turned and turned and turned and the thing was flowing till it got to the last point where it wasn't flowing anymore. And she went to the prophet and said, sir, I don't turn and you don't finish. Oh. You know the flow again. What thing I go do? What thing I go do? And the man of God said, well, you have debts. You need to pay. Your children have been involved in this. So, go and sell all these things that you have done and pay off your debts. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest thing in business is marketing. You have not done business until you market it. The greatest problem we have as Africans is marketing our business. That is why everything we produce, we don't have a way to sell it beyond our shores. Oyibomani divide marketing into many parts and there's something they call branding. So you make something that looks very awkward, you brand it in a way that somebody will see and say, ah, why are you eating conflicts? Well, you see the packets, you say, ah, you never you don't know the taste though. You see some what they eat cocoa pops, you know they fear say be like goat shit, but you will eat it because of the branding. How many of us they feel brand waiting we get? How many of us they feel even brand ourselves as individuals? Have a style and a pattern that people will know and say, ah, if one look person made a dress well, we will meet this brother, he always dress well, even if saying our only evening service will come, he's dressing that's branding. There are, some, there are some businesses that once you see their logo, you will not say, ah, now these people. Those days, share moto, you will say, I'm very new. They're not they put anything, they don't put red and yellow line. You know, say, now share moto. Why? Because the way the thing new, and if you switch a front moto today, you go, no, the right number for the, and they know the speed. Now, brand. What did they know us with as word of life? Hello? What did they know us with? Eh? Okay, I'm not hear you, but uh, what did they know you with? What is your brand? Until you become branded, people will not pay money for you. Or pay money to you. Until you become... Daddy gave me this opportunity today because I've consciously put in his mind that I, I want to talk about money. So those of you who are in my, in my contact, I always send you almost every week, I send you a text on what you can do with money. Abby, those of you who are in my contact, every week I send one or two. You must get it, you must see it. I'm branding myself. And so on Facebook and all the social media that you are in, you see me selling, putting the, the pictures. The pictures are not just for, I'm doing something with it. When I put it to the picture, almost all of you will comment. And so if I tell a company that if I, if I put something about them on my page, this number of people that are commenting on my the picture will comment on it. They will pay me money. Do you understand? I'm building a brand. 
you can build a brand for yourself. You don't need anything extra. All you have is all you need. All you have is all. The problem is not what you don't have. It is what you have but don't know how to use. We have the number of people here today that can make us achieve anything we want to achieve. But are we using that number? No. Rainy season here. The manager is here. Rainy season. We have problems with rain. Everybody, and in the midst of the rainy season, we have high level of activities. There is let God arise going on. Do we have any branded word of life umbrella here? No. Do we have branded grace of God umbrella? No. If you bring umbrella, put grace of God logo. Eh? Put word of life logo, put grace of God there. And bring it to pastor and say, pastor, I do this thing. May they help me. See how they We will sell it here. Produce it for 250 naira. We sell it 500 naira. That is just one. There are many more like that. Your area, what are they disturb everybody? Higher rain boots. Buy five. If you want to come out for money, where I go that side, drop them for there. When you come out for everything, where I come back? Every day, now how much? 15 naira, 100 naira. Cool money. And many of us, our area now get water problem. Until you begin to see problems around you, and begin to think of solutions to those problems. The problems will just remain there and you will keep looking at other places for money. Meanwhile, the money is circling around you. See, the money where they for bank, now people money. The money where you need, they for streets. The one in the bank is the one people walked from people on the street and took it to keep it in the bank. Abi, the one where they bank now people won't wait their streets where they walk they hustle take them do business solve people's problem collect the money and keep. the bank own now people own how much of your own did the bank we can begin to do that today to find our giftings and our talents if we learn also how not just to make money but to be able to manage the money and multiply it there's so much talk about making money you make money, do business, you make money, do this, you make money. But you see, people get breakthroughs and get 10 million naira. The next day, they have zero. Abi, never see him. Work in all the big oil companies, I won't call them, but work in all the big oil companies, you work there 100 months. They pay you all the money, pay you allowance, everything come. In the next one year, everything finish. Why? Because you did not manage it properly to be able to multiply it. It is in multiplying the money that you manage that you make continuous wealth. And that's God's intention. You get one breakthrough. You should be able to multiply it. But many of us are looking for same breakthrough we had yesterday. Father, give me a financial breakthrough. He gave you two million yesterday. Next tomorrow is gone. Because you were not able to manage and multiply it. Ladies and gentlemen, if we have not been able to manage what you have if I give you extra you will still waste it that's why the bible said he who is faithful with little now bible principle is faithful will be faithful in much that is why you have been praying for a one million dollar job but the ten thousand way you get you not pay tight on them who told you you were able to pay tight on hundred or one million you go see the money say it too big just 100,000 for tight for what why why no way there are many things we have to do with the 100 be faithful with your 10,000 if you must save save from the 10,000 not say too small 
In a 500, you want to save. Save them. There's a statistic that says that if for you to say that you are doing well, you must have six months of your running expenditure. Running expenditure is money when I tell the chop, money when I tell they do all this, most things with the transport, everything. You must have six months. How many of us get two months of the team with the chop? Two months of feeding money and transport and offering. How many of us get two months? For you to say you are stable financially, you must have six months. So that if you lost your job half year, deficit the job for the house. If they not pay us salary in a month, yeah, there's a problem. Oh. One month salary. Say they don't take and lease on 11. Pastor, you have to pray. Oh. Abi, are they lie? But we must be able to turn this trend. That is why our pastor has asked us to talk about this thing today. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish and I hope that these few things that I've shared today will help us to be able to look back at our finances. Don't try to please anybody by your spending. The people where they try to impress, they are not even seeing you. They have enough problems of their own that your spending and your spending pattern not mean anything to them. Say if I wear this kind of thing, they will see me say, hey, and I know this one and they wear. Wear around, who they look you? Wear around as it be. Say there should have been a sister's on. You don't get sister's on. Don't they put sorry. I bet now pop the way I get one pop for house. I go wear that my pop. I on a stash and wear lele wear around. Come. I be if you reach the party, you know where there should be they will pursue you. No way. I don't want to go house rent on because if your house rent, if your house rent is more than ten percent of your salary, you are staying in the wrong house. They hear me. Your, it doesn't sound nice, but it's a fact. Because if you share your salary into parts, ten percent is supposed to go as tight, Abby. And the standard is that you are supposed to save. That same amount that you set apart as tight. So if you save ten percent, which if you assuming your salary is hundred thousand, you save, you pay tight ten k, you save ten thousand. You are supposed to also pay yourself. You where they work, many of the daddies for here not they pay themselves. They just collect the salary at the end of the month. By tomorrow, they don't share the money. Finish. Not even richer. Those days I used to say that is this my salary. I don't say I give you that finish. Give me some money for example. I go buy fish stop. My wife knows I must buy fish chop for the money. That not the whole money I go chop inside. So if your if your if your rent is more than ten percent of your salary, you are staying in the wrong house. So don't let anybody deceive you. Your salary now hundred k. You are your last rent is more than ten k. But we, you know we all stay in places to impress people. Say so now two bedroom flat. Now we they stay. Eh? Your salary not be paid for two bedroom flat. That is why when it's time for house rent, you are under so much pressure. Do you understand? You will go borrow, pack the whole money, you take two months home. You never see if you pay for the house finish. By the time you pay yourself, nothing is remaining for the year. That's how you struggle from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. We cannot finish the talk today. We cannot finish the talk today. But ladies and gentlemen, I'd like us to slip our hands up to heaven and ask God and say, Father, help me. Anywhere where they go wrong, help me to be able to correct it. It not sound nice to me, but help me all the same. Help me. The one where they do wrong, where they try to impress. Help me to be able to see through your eyes. Help me to be able to correct my expenditure so that I will not be under stress. So that I can serve you better. 
So that when they say come church, I'm not going to say I'm a struggle for money. Tell it to help you. He can do all things. He can do all things. Tell him to help you. <laughs>